0: How, like, a bunch of us went to film school but aren't working in the industry like full time. I was, just, yeah. and then Rachel was just like, I am. And I was like, ah. <laughs> it was like a good flex though, because honestly, like, I did at one point. I, that's true. That's true. You were there for a few years. I For a few years. A few years. Yeah. yeah, yeah. See,
1: so you learned your lesson. Get out. I'm still yeah. like, It'll <laughs> more like, fine. yeah,
2: <laughs> that's what happened. Like, kind of. Yeah. <laughs> i went to film school the podcast about film school and life after film school i'm your host zach ladstone joined by my co-host anthony moss big tony what's up
0: hey zach how's it going you know you haven't called me big tony in a while i uh, i forgot i forgot about that nickname that's great
2: Oh that's I, every year though when i send you a christmas card i write anthony
0: on the on the envelope yeah yeah so it's like you throw me off you're like, wait, wait, who is the? And then I yeah, read the Big Tony and I'm like, oh, wait a minute. That's oh, okay. it's a Christmas thing. It's a Christmas
2: thing. Because I never call you The closest I get to that is calling you Big Tony.
0: No, I think it would be wrong to call me by my first name at this point. I think like it would be kind of like an no, front. That's weird. Yeah.
2: Um, who do, who who do, do we, we have on the show today? We have a very special guest on a very special episode all about drug use. <laughs> no, we have <laughs> <on> the show.
0: <laughs> Sorry, wait. We have a very special guest on to talk about why it's good to not do drugs.
2: <laughs> anyway, we have Rachel Chavez on the show, who's a dear friend of the podcast, good friend of Moss and I. Uh, Rachel works in casting and went to cinema studies at York with Moss and myself while I went to screenwriting. Um, but yeah, we're going to we have a great show for you. It's a great interview talk about all sorts of shit with uh, a ton of side, uh, some sidebars and derailments
0: oh yeah our usual tangents we, we we go off a bit i think we talk about like fast food at one point for like a good 20 minutes
2: yeah tangents was the word i was looking for yeah it's good stuff
0: but yeah no i'm, I'm glad that we got we finally got rachel on the show because we've you know <laughs> like, too. we've been not avoiding her and i'm <laughs> like, my god i was just gonna say it's like it's difficult to uh sometimes get our close friends on the show like sometimes we want a good variety we don't just want to stack our episodes with just our like our close close yeah. friends but every now and then we gotta we gotta throw those people a bone because then we're bad friends if we God don't God. put them on the show you know just i know a it's such there's a popular just, like, podcast why wouldn't they want to be on listen we have people yelling at us at our windows you know like zach tell me about that that guy who came <laughs> to you through a brick through your window and he was like let me on the podcast now it was it was very yeah. scary like he he didn't hey, even if go you film want to be on the school, podcast
2: right? come throw up through my window like
0: <laughs> good 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 <laughs> That's like good, some good. some George Harrison shit. All right. Um, yes. <laughs> yeah, let's go on. In yeah, without further ado. Into the interview.
2: So, Rachel, thanks for joining us. Thanks for were. having me. Right? Thank you. <laughs> thanks for letting us rope you into this shit. And I was once waiting again, for my invite. Gone- <laughs> good. Uh we've gone another month where like this won't be in November, so we've gone another month without releasing any episodes. So good on, shame that, on us. Shame on us.
0: Shame, shame on us.
1: Great.
2: Okay, so <laughs> Rachel to start off, I'm going to ask you so you just to give a brief intro to you. You went to York. you went to the York University film program with us. You were in cinema studies with Moss at York. Um so what made you want to go to film school in that particular program? at all
1: yeah I actually didn't so I was trying to do theater school um and then I just applied to it just in case and then I didn't get into theater because I suck at acting so then I was like on the very last day that you had to like accept or decline my dad was like just accept it so that you're not taking a year off and then I did so I actually didn't really want to do it
2: did you apply to theater school at York
1: yeah yeah and like Ryerson and other ones, but yeah.
2: Oh, instead you of-, any of them, pardon. You didn't get into any theater schools.
1: <laughs> no, I suck at acting. I just said that. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. No.
2: I, <laughs> I mean, wait, wait a minute. You okay, you I were better off about this. I didn't know about. I didn't know this about you, Rachel. I have more questions.
1: Oh my god. Yeah, um, go ahead.
2: So, what was the audition process like for theater school?
1: Oh man, you had to like. From what I remember, you had to like you know do the classic like online application like the write up whatever and then you had to do like an in-person audition and like it was group like some of them you performed in front of everyone and then some of them you performed just in front of like a couple of profs jesus so i think york was like a group sort of a group audition okay but like yeah like you have to just perform your like monologue in front of just a group of strangers (laughs) <laughs> and which is awful for me which is good for other theater kids so i mean it makes what sense why to get in
2: why did you want to originally go to theater school
1: because I like, I like acting i always did it i went to like art school for elementary school and then i did drama and like school plays throughout high school
2: what plays did you in high school
1: uh oh my goodness like the dining room was one of them? I don't know if you the guys saw that one. I don't. I don't know. That. Yeah, I have like that the plays like a, around here.
0: That sounds like a bleak Sartre play. That
1: sounds like, a, like Yeah, they're all actually I in hell somewhere around here. No, I have it somewhere around here. There was like the dining room. Yeah, it was like the dining room. If I remember, was like they just had a dining room set, and then it was just a bunch of different scenes around this dining room. I think.
2: Oh. Okay. okay.
1: Yeah, I don't know. There's a couple of other ones I don't remember.
2: Might as well just call it Wimpies. <laughs>
1: It's Honestly. A joke, just for us every <laughs> yeah. um,
0: every dining room is really just a wimpys that's like undecorated.
2: what is uh, what is dining, if not wimpys uh, persevering? <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> it was like what is drip if not swag persevering i love that image so much and it like i still like will look at in my phone and just laugh like alone at my anyway it's good stuff that's hilarious it's kind of the
2: last thing i'll say about this theater school thing is that it's sad because like you say you're not a good actor and that's why you didn't get in mm-hmm. but like isn't it a thing that a lot of people who go into theater school don't want to don't like wind up doing acting they do like stuff like behind the scenes like with like theater tech and like stage decorating or or directing in period that doesn't have anything to do with performing itself?
1: Um yes and no. Like I'm sure there's a lot of people that do that. But like even like there's a couple of actors that I know um who because I work in casting now, I see that they are still acting because I see them get submitted for stuff. So like a lot of people still like do pursue it. But yeah, it's like the same thing with film school like Some people go in trying to do one thing and then realize they like something else, still related to it, but totally different, right?
2: And I guess in theater, no matter what, you're kind of going to have to perform, like, period. Yeah. Like, in the 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 world of theater, you have to perform just to get in anywhere.
1: Yeah.
2: Even if you wind up being a director, like, your regular day-to-day is going to have to be performing up until you get your first directing gig one way or another. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah, what does that Lin-Manuel Miranda guy do? He does a few things on his on his uh, productions, right? And
2: Hamilton, he fucking, he he directed, he starred, he wrote all of it.
0: <laughs> that's what I'm saying. So it's super easy. Like, the, the, the theater does, industry yeah, is so accessible. Easy.
2: Like, it's like, yeah, oh, you the just Mel want, Brooks of you <laughs> theater.
1: You just make your entire play and you do it all yourself and you're fine. That's you kind of what job. he does. Yeah, I mean, no like, problem. he
2: did the same thing <laughs> when he did In the Heights. He went on Broadway, he starred in it and wrote it and directed it.
0: Fucker, Triple threat there you fucking go yeah exactly okay can he Um, dance too if he can dance too it's over like that's unfair yeah he can dance. i mean
1: if it's broadway yeah
0: yeah you can dance well you think you're just gonna stand up there like still the whole time i was hoping you could just do like a a casual like snap you know if they asked me to dance because that's all i could do but yeah go on you cut out there for a second yeah you did oh good no it was a bad joke anyway good during the dancing bit
1: (laughs) yeah no no it's good it's good it was a
0: bad bit So
2: Rachel, you, so, okay. So film school was your plan B, (laughs) which makes sense. Um, So when you first like started CMS, like cinema studies at York, did you like it? What did you first think of it?
1: Um, I did like it. It was like, I wasn't sure what I was expecting because it wasn't something I really looked into. Um, And like the first year was so like general, like everyone sort of took the same sort of thing. So it was fine. Um, I didn't like screenwriting. Sorry, Zach. I, hate it's okay. it's screenwriting. I, I can't it's write fine. can't act and i can't write so that was awful um but yeah like other than that i thought it was interesting like that m- one major class that we had like i was interested in it um so yeah i did like it
2: okay uh what's uh in terms of like the actual like studying film like what interested you the most in terms of like was it like genre studies was it some other angle of courses was it modernity in the end what it was
1: absolutely not modernity and definitely i think it was (laughs) it was new waves i think that also nearly killed me Hmm. um
0: yep that last year in my bad screening put me oh my god i
1: i still think about that movie and it like haunts me it just haunts me
0: that's good that's what the film intended i don't even remember what happens in it i was just like it was
1: it was so confusing that's why you don't remember yeah no it was good stuff yeah i don't know there's certain classes that i didn't like but then there was like it was learning about like american i think it was like american cinema and society or something like that was a class that i really really liked, and like Yeah, but I was even then I was still more interested in like film production than I was in cinema studies.
2: Yeah, because knowing you by the end of the degree, you were way more involved in the production end of things like you were first date. you took because you were able to take production planning and management, right?
1: Yeah.
2: And you took both years of that, didn't you? I did. Yeah. So how did so what drew you to eventually take that and where And did did you think that was your calling in terms of the degree and like the courses you enjoy the most?
1: Yeah, I mean, I did try to in second year. I did try to switch over to production. Like, I was more interested in like the hands-on part of film than like the theory and like analyzing the films. Um, But I think it was like it was Emma that had me be a second AD on a film she was working on, and that's sort of what got me interested in assistant directing. And then um, the production management class sounded like so interesting to me. So yeah, I took that, and then obviously that got me working on more films
2: okay what year did emma have you second ad on something
1: i think it was second year
2: and is that what inspired you to try to apply to go to the production program instead
1: no i, I did it like at the end of first year
2: oh the end of first year okay yeah, yeah. all right let's go back to that then tell us what was that process like Like, what'd you have to do
1: um well i didn't have any films under my belt at that point so i submitted with photographs um and then i had an interview but I was like so nervous for interviews that I totally bombed it. But like, uh, yeah, I just like submitted my photos, like you know, the classic application, and then um, I did my interview. But I think they only accept like a handful of yeah. cinema studies students into production. So obviously, like other people got it, but yeah, it was just like application and interview.
0: Do you want to know what's kind of sorry, Zach, real quick. You know that uh, right now at York. There's something called cinema and media arts, which is the intermediary position between um, cinema studies. So basically because they recognized that they were just feeding students who obviously did not care about film studies into the film studies program. They were like, should we like maybe make like a buffer program for these people so that they're not wasting their tuition like all this money. And they finally did only once we graduated. (laughs)
1: Wow. Yeah, Yeah. that would have been so useful.
0: It would have been because we would have been like you and I would have been in that program and we would have been able to we wouldn't have been able to shoot on like the red ones or their like like uh, the C200 Mark twos that they have over there. But we could have been filming. We could have been making projects, could have been having stuff uh, at finish line.
2: Did sucks. they. So wait, are the production classes separate from like the York University production program or are they like joined in?
0: Yeah, I don't exactly know how the media arts production classes work, but I do know that they they like. If you're in media arts, you can take some production only classes, but you have to ask okay. the prof. Versus in cinema and media studies, like it's you like, oh, fun. could I could I go into directing for <laughs> actors? No, sorry. No. You want to write another paper on last year at Marion Bad? Though I'm sure that you'd love that. I'm sure you'd just love to write another paper about persona. Wouldn't you love that? Anyway, yeah.
1: Well, that's the thing. I, I, like everybody I, 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 just. Oh, sorry,
0: Zach. You go ahead.
1: I was just going to say, like, that's the thing with cinema studies, like everyone that didn't get into anything else kind of just like goes into that program mm-hmm. with a few I, exceptions, obviously. But
0: yeah. And plenty of those students end up working on film sets anyway. because They just want yeah. to work on film like it's like they're not really there to just, you know, live in academia where your job is to, like, understand movies like I mean, I, that was what I did, too. So I'm like kind of jumping on my own crappier but i'm just saying like it would have be, been it would have been nice to have media arts i'm just saying yeah.
2: yeah and also like when i was in screenwriting i was constantly trying to take production courses because there were very little screenwriting there were very little screenwriting courses offered for our program so i was constantly like emailing profs and being like hey can i like take the second year production course and it was always like no sent for my iphone
0: <laughs> yeah
2: <laughs> um okay so
0: that's why they get paid uh, six figures over there
2: yeah, exactly. Yeah. Fucking. Um, okay, so you so you try to get into the production, you weren't able to at the end of first year. And then yeah. so in second year, you second AD'd with Emma, a friend of yeah. the podcast. Uh what's what was that experience like when it came to second AD? What what film was it? Do you remember what short film it was?
1: Um It may not have even been like a York project. I think she was working on something with. I think it was Peter Howie, maybe. Um oh, I think really? it was him. Was it Peter Howie, New yeah. York student. Yeah, but he was in upper year. But I think I don't remember if the film was for York or not. Like it was towards the okay, end nice. of the school year. Um, so she helped had me like help out on that. Um and like she did a lot of the work. Uh so I was just kind of there being like, tell me what to do. Um and yeah, so I, I just like liked being on set so much and I liked scheduling like i'm the scheduling queen so i love doing a good schedule <laughs> so like that's what kind of what like got me interested and then like i just like being on set so i was like perfect this is great
2: so was that was that before you took the the production planning management course
1: yeah yeah so that was in, I did wait, what third you... year i think that was third and fourth year
2: yeah, it was third and fourth year you took it? Okay,
1: I'm pretty sure.
2: Yeah. Wait, was it not second year you took production planning and management? Or am I?
0: Not? No, I think
1: it was third. It third was and fourth.
0: Yeah, it was third year because is it the first production planning course that was that with Carol.
1: Yeah, both of oh, them yeah.
0: were. Hell yeah, sweet. Yeah. One of my favorites. Yeah.
1: She's great.
2: So okay, Literally, so you took production. Go
0: oh, ahead. really? I was just going to say. I just remember. I can't forget Edon coming in late. And her just like immediately, like a movie character, like an intimidating general being like, go get me coffee. Now you're going to go yeah. get me coffee. It's like, and then he went. And then he went and he did it and he kept doing it. He started showing up to class with coffees early. Yeah. Yeah. It's genius. It's I just love. Sorry, go on, Zach. Sorry. That's good. Um, reminiscent.
2: No, because I also remember. I just remember. It, I guess third year, you and your son <coughs> and a few other people who were taking the production planning and management course. You had to break down a script, and there was uh, there was handcuffs in it, like a, a, like a police yeah. officer carrying handcuffs. And I just remember this like hour, like this hour long debate about whether or not the handcuffs were were part of the costumes or was a or was it a prop because yeah. they were never used, but they were technically an item.
1: Oh, yeah, that was a hot topic. <laughs> yeah, there was I some serious remember. debate about these handcuffs.
2: Yeah, I remember hour upon hour of you and it and whoever else was in that fucking class, like debating it and shit. Yeah, Moss, yeah, Moss, you're in that class too. See, I didn't take it in third year. I wound up taking it in fourth year and I just took the one class.
0: Hmm. I only took it in third year. I never took the fourth year production planning, if I'm correct. Oh, no, well, did I, I took take like it in the, No, I don't. No, I don't, know. No, I don't, I don't think you did. No, year. I didn't. You know what was funny is that carol in i feel like she taught me enough in the third year first like production planning class and then afterwards um she like i would see her occasionally and she i think she really overestimated how like into like philosophical theory i was because she would come to me she'd be like anthony i have a question about foucault and i'm like oh shit uh and she comes to me with like a detailed like paragraph Question. She's like, I was reading the reader the other night because I like the cinema studies too, like you. And I'm just like, I, I know Carol. I trust. It. And she was just like, and I was like, shit. You're like, you're like way above. Like, yeah, you have professors here, and you're just coming to harass me. Like, come on, man. Anyway, it was just I, I like. She was so great, but I don't know if I could have done that fourth year class.
1: <laughs> I mean, okay, it was basically so- the same thing, except like doing it on our actual films.
0: Okay. Well, yeah, no, I guess that makes sense. Guess that's not too bad. Fair enough.
2: Yeah, I only took the in my fourth year, I took the third year class, and that was all I took when I came to the,
0: but it was helpful. It was oh, what, what was it like being in there with the under years?
2: Uh, I wasn't the only one. It was a mix of third and fourth years. Um, like Kyra took it with me that year, too. I'm pretty right. sure,
1: actually. No, I think Kyra was in my class.
2: No, Kyra's in my class. I swear to God.
0: I don't think Kyra is in our class, Rachel. I don't remember that.
1: Was it? Okay. Maybe it was just, uh... yeah, okay.
2: No, yeah, Kyra. Kyra took it in my class. Did Kyra also take the upper year one though? No. Yes, no.
1: I honestly thought I thought I sat next to her and like. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's. it's just I'm like pretty now. sure I
1: sat next to her, but like. No. I swear Maybe to God, she's in my she like
2: class because Kyra Kyra was in my class when I was in fourth year in the third year version because and I only remember that because Kyra like did way better than me. And I was constantly going to Kyra for help with shit because also that happened to be like the busiest year of my life. I was like doing a bunch of other shit like with the film students association and the fraternity. So like I kind of every and it always happened every time there was a test in my production planning and management course. Like the night before, I had a big event I had to plan, so I had no fucking time to study. So I wound up walking out of that course with like a C, and I was lucky to get that.
0: Oh, no, you're so busy planning those frat parties. It must have been so hard. Shut the like, hell
2: up. <laughs> it was also Film Students Association shit, Moss.
0: <sighs> Lame. Whoever ran that with you was-
1: You were idiot. too busy bossing around all the other kids.
2: Basically, <laughs> yeah. Okay, okay. We don't need to, let's, let's Reveal it in. This is about you, Rachel. This is about you and your your time. Right. Okay. okay. So was it through these courses that, um, these production planning management courses that you got more involved with student film production in terms of being like yeah. first AD and whatnot?
1: Yeah. So, so was, how many
2: how many short films did you wind up working on at York?
1: Uh, I think it was like in third year, it ended up being like two, another two. And then I think fourth year was another two or three as well. Okay, fair. Um, Sorry, what were you going to say it
2: before I interrupted you?
1: Oh, I don't know. I don't okay. remember. Shit, thanks. That's okay. No, no, so it was like a, another <laughs> like, yeah, I did like maybe two or three per year doing like mostly like first assistant directing. Yeah. Um, Actually, yeah, I think it was just all first 80.
2: Did you ever production manage?
1: Um, I helped Ian once on one of his films, but it was like barely like he just had okay. me help out on one of the days. Um, but yeah, no, I focused mostly on uh first assistant directing. And like I like after school, I like co-produced something. Right. Um, but other than that, it's just like all first 80.
2: Yeah. Weren't you also like a set photographer for a few things as well?
1: Oh, yeah, I totally was. I forgot. You were about on that.
2: my set in third year in Siddharth's movie where she was. The, yeah, yeah. You were so, yeah, so it was,
1: yeah. So I did about two or three per year because I was doing that. I was doing stills, second AD, and first AD. That's right. Yeah, I was doing a mix yeah. of all of them.
2: I remember that. Because I, I remember you being on Siddharth's movie in third yeah. year. And I was like, were you a first AD? But no, that was some other kid.
1: No, I was a still photographer for sure. And then yeah. I was going to be his first AD in fourth year and then I ended up working on you bailed I remember
2: you bailed and I had to no you were going to be a production manager in fourth year oh
1: that's what you were going to p.m.
2: his set but the thing is is that he was shooting the same time as some other film you were supposed to be a first ad on so you bailed and and I had to be the fucking production manager
1: yeah I remember because like if for fourth year you had to either production manage one film or first ad two films And And so it could, because it conflicted with one of them, like I had, I already had committed to two first AD films. So it's like, sorry.
2: Yeah, I remember. And then I remember you bailed on (laughs) Siddharth and then Siddharth called me, begging me to be a production manager because he couldn't find anyone else. And we had a really terrible production manager in third year, as you probably remember.
1: I'm so sorry.
2: It was okay. I did it. It was fine. But, oh my God, that was just a brief um, uh, sidetrack, like, I remember PMing that in fourth year with such hell because Siddharth's main location for the film was a convenience store and I couldn't we couldn't find any fucking convenience stores. It was to the point where I was driving around Barry and Toronto to all these mom and pop convenience stores asking if they let us shoot there specifically at night. And all of them were like, funny enough, all of them were like, oh, during the day, sure. If I could just be here, that's fine, but not at night. And I was like, oh God, and in the end, Ma, and in the end, no, Ma, sorry, Siddharth found something. I don't know why I almost said yeah. moss.
0: But... I was about to say like, wait, yeah. what? Anyway,
2: <laughs> no, you weren't <laughs> involved. Uh, no, 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 Siddharth no. found one in the end. Thank God. It's
0: good. Anyway, it's hard it's to d- get locations uh, at night, man. Yeah. because you know, <laughs> like their uh, their liabilities go up and stuff when uh, like liabilities
2: they're... and like even and,
0: especially like, also,
1: with students. Like... like, yeah, yeah, you're gonna trust yeah. a bunch like, of the... students at night in your store.
2: <laughs> they look at you like you're just a bunch of Yahoos and shit. And like I remember I remember at one point we wanted to film something like for that film on a um just like an intersection, just like a street corner, like small intersection of Toronto, not like a busy street. It was like a side street basically. And I literally went to the city of Toronto and I like got a permit. And then I got the permit, I got the permission and everything for the specific time and date. And then in the end, Siddharth was like, Yeah, we're not gonna shoot there. I'm like, great, fuck me, I guess.
1: Did you have to pay for the um <clears throat> the convenience store location?
2: No, because in the end Siddharth knew Siddharth knew the guy or Siddharth or a friend of Siddharth's just working in the film was like family friends with the guy who owned the store. So I don't we didn't pay anything for it in the end. He just let us and he just like they just like cashier like hang out there all night. And I don't know if we were to I don't know if like we paid his hourly wage or something to stay there, but I don't think we did because I never heard anything about that as production manager. We just hung out. He just like hung out there and watched us and made sure we were okay. He didn't seem to care, this guy. Mm-hmm. But I think the only reason we didn't pay is because he was a family friend of someone Siddharth knew.
1: Right.
0: Still a pretty cool yeah. location, nonetheless. No charge. Yeah.
2: yeah it was a fun, yeah. it wasn't even a convenience store, really. It was like an inner, it was like one of those, you know, those little like, those small mini marts that are like, uh, but they have like Middle Eastern food and whatnot and Middle Eastern products.
0: Yeah. They yeah. got DVDs next to their coffee maker, that kind of thing.
2: Uh, kind of. Yeah. But it was more like a bunch of Indian products and whatnot and stuff from other countries. That's what it was. So it was like a convenience store, but whatever it it looked like a convenience store. So it didn't really matter. And it kind of fit in with the film he wrote. I remember we, uh, other locations we had to get, we like, we had to shoot outside, like closed plazas. And I specifically, I was able to get like these small stores and these plazas around Brampton to let us shoot there at night. And I got them to sign, or well, I got all of them to sign a per, uh, permission slip or like the, what is it called? A location agreement mm-hmm. except for one. And then when we were shooting at this one where I didn't actually get him to sign the location agreement, he just said we could. All of a sudden, cops showed up and I was super freaked out because I was like, fuck, we don't have a location agreement. And the guys, and like the stores are closed, right? We're just outside the stores. And all the cops were doing, all the cops did is come up and ask us what we were doing. And then they left but uh, it was the scariest moment of my life. (laughs) Anyway, sorry. I didn't mean to completely derail this, but, um, so Rachel, what were your experiences like working on these productions as like first AD and product and well, not PMing, but first ADing.
1: Stressful. (laughs) It's (laughs) so stressful. Do you have any stories? Um, I mean like not really, but like, it's just like you're working with students. So like, like scheduling, like, Timing for like setups and stuff obviously takes like longer because like we're all still learning. So, like, it just tried to fit a film into four days. And then, like, you throw in like there was a couple of films that had like different locations. So, in the middle of like shooting, you have to like allocate like a couple of hours just to move sets. Right. So, yep. just like it's so stressful. But at the end, like, it's always just such a relief. And then, you know, you see it on like the screen at the end of the year and you're like, oh, okay, that's why. Yeah, I, I killed I myself that. for
2: this 10 minutes.
1: Yeah. No, did you have great. unit moves it.
2: in the middle of production days?
1: Yeah, there was, um, I think it was actually I th- maybe Sabrina Way's film. Okay. Um, She, we wanted to film at night at Lakeshore, like looking over the lake. So um, yeah, like in the middle of the day, we had to like at sunset, like basically had to like, move from like the east end all the way to lakeshore like west end to film like this one scene right and then waiting for the sun to set like then you can set up everything else like She's yeah,
2: the just, sun to set. yeah 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 I, I actually did that on my third year too with sadar third year we had to we were filming this apartment but it had to be night and of course, in the apartment we were filming, there was a giant fucking window in the in the um in the living room. So we couldn't fake it or anything. We all just sit around for like two hours.
1: Don't you feel like you're wasting the entire day? Like you're just like Yeah, like,
2: right. You were there for that, yeah. actually, Rachel. Do you remember was that? that? I swear to God, you were there. Remember on the last day of shooting, we were in that apartment and we finished all the daytime scenes and we had to wait for night. Yes. Yeah,
1: that's yeah. right. It we was just like dip all windows, there. yes.
2: Yeah, because okay. it was all windows, this freaking apartment.
1: It was nice though, because like, I think it was like Siddharth like, made food and it was great food.
2: I made food. I did. Craft. Was it you? Yeah. Oh, okay, it was never me. mind. It was great. Siddharth brought, like, Siddharth brought, what did he bring in the end? I forget what food it was. Jamaican patties or something he bought?
1: No, it was something else.
2: It was samosas.
1: Samosas, maybe?
2: I think it was I samosas. Yeah, he brought them and everyone was like, oh my God, Siddharth, wow, coming in clutch with the food. And I was like, yeah, I've been busting my ass making food for everybody
0: for the last like three days. Maybe it was because your food just didn't like stand out.
2: My food was great. Let me tell you, I made, I made white, I, I made white people butter chicken on the last day and it was, great. that's yeah. what
1: it was. Okay. So it was you, it was the butter chicken. It was great. You
2: remember my butter chicken? Yeah. Well, I made butter that's chicken. what I was thinking.
1: And then you said most of them, like, maybe it wasn't butter chicken, but no, it was.
2: Yeah, it was. It was I so made, good. Thank you. Yeah. It was with the Costco butter chicken sauce. Yeah. I remember great. I brought like a, I brought like a slow cooker for it. Yeah. I remember all this. And a microwave because yeah, we weren't sure if there's going to be a microwave on set. Yeah, that's
1: right. That was great.
2: It was. I don't great. know. I, I, the, I love
1: that stuff.
2: Right. And the <laughs> second great. that set was done, my dad came and picked up all the stuff, and I hopped on an overnight bus to New York.
1: Did you actually? I was,
2: yeah. I, literally, the second the set was over on the last day of shooting, I had to. My dad met me, took all the stuff home, and I had to go on a bus to New York because I was meeting. In the next day, I was meeting friends in New York for a trip.
1: Right.
0: Zach, Nice, Zach. You've been in New York. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> okay.
2: Yeah, I've been in New York. I've been. I don't York. think you've
1: ever I seen any New Broadway plays, though. I Oh you. yeah, yeah, no. yeah,
0: you
2: need to do you know, that this when you next longest, time you go. I'm I'm experiencing the longest I've ever not visited New York, like currently. <laughs>
1: oh no. Ooh, who Zach? Is that? I to go how a few times How are you alive right
2: now? I don't friggin' know. Okay, and Steven Sondheim died, so. You know, it's all terrible. Everything's falling apart. Exactly. Your you world
1: know, is just shattering.
2: Yeah, probably because I haven't visited New York. Like
0: <laughs> Yeah, like and I, it's only you too that's facing like recent travel restrictions and stuff. I don't know exactly. why. Like they're just this stopping really only you from me. it. It's so weird. Yeah, like I've been going to New York like yesterday, but anyway, it doesn't matter. Okay. Um, all right. Anyway. Rachel, um, can I can I ask, um that's kind of off topic, but like, did you have any like film studies? Um Classes Okay, no, you mentioned film television American Society.
1: Yeah, that's one. That was, that was really. a good
0: one. Um, yeah, actually, never mind. Forget that question. Um, was there any film sets in particular that you worked on? And this this doesn't even have to be like at your like you could we could be talking about like other ones that like were were just like tests of courage. Like I mean obviously everyone is, but like one any ones that like stuck out, you don't have to name names or anything, just you know.
2: And you can't say a Boiled.
1: <laughs> you totally can.
0: It, it wasn't a bad set. We had we had professionals there. It wasn't just us, Zach.
1: You had yeah. me. Hello.
0: Yeah, d- exactly. yeah we, we had an actual working professional working with us. Rachel
2: was the glue that kept that together.
1: Yeah, yeah, right. That's right. Um. After school, I didn't work on too many sets. I worked on maybe another two. Um, and then I started working in casting, and I kind of just like stopped going on set. Um, but I think like, maybe like the one that I co-produced with, um, I don't know if I should like name names, but like I co-produced one film, like after in the summer after, just before we did hard Boiled. Um, but that one was like, you know, we didn't have like the York or did we have the York equipment? No, we didn't. Cause we weren't students and like, it was, yeah, it was like the first, like sort of real set outside of school that we did. Um, and we filmed like all over the place. We filmed at York, we filmed downtown, like in Kensington market. Like we were out on the West end, like we were like everywhere and like, we had like an actual crew and stuff. So it was pretty insane. And plus, like we had like an onset injury too. Oh, It It wasn't like a major thing. Like someone like, and it wasn't even like our fault. Like I think someone like either like sprained or broke their finger. Jesus. it was the first ad too so like wait
0: how did the wow. how did the first ad like what the, the what happened
1: i think like closed a door on her finger or something oh. like it was something like okay it was it, i don't remember exactly because i wasn't in the room when it happened um but yeah like she powered through it just for like a little bit and then we're like just go home like
2: Catchy yeah that. and i think
1: she like had like a little thing on her finger but like it was stuff like that where it's like oh shit like we actually have like a real problem and like we don't have a prof to like go to but like yep you know everyone just kind of stepped up like the second ad stepped up and like took over as they should um and then we just kind of kept powering through it
2: that's good did the film turn out well
1: yeah it did It was actually pretty funny yeah it's good that's
2: good was this and feel free to bleep this name out but was this was that hot water frog prince or whatever it was called no
1: it was uh, their other one it was um after that one it was um big fat Joe. okay
2: i've yeah. heard these titles from like julia
1: yeah yeah well i co-produced it with julia yeah which was great because like without like communicating we each just like took over like certain parts of like producing it fair without like just any like saying anything we just like (laughs) took care of it like she just I did my thing it was pretty funny
2: so you mentioned that now you work in casting so how did you get into like so yeah how did you get into casting because I know you were working for a casting place while you were at York part-time
1: no I was a talent agency so in I think towards the end of second year um I really wanted to get more on like film sets so like I used to have an agent and I still at the time did for like background work. So I emailed her like not knowing like who to talk to. So I emailed her be like, Hey, do you know anyone that's like looking for someone like PA, like anything on set? And then she's like, no. Um, And then like a couple of weeks later, she's like, Hey, like I need someone. So I worked at a talent agency for like three years. And uh, then I was like, okay, like I can't grow anymore. Like I kind of did what I had to do here um so i wanted to get into casting because i really liked that environment like i liked doing auditions and stuff like that so from there then i just started to apply to like casting stuff which is so hard to find and then i landed a casting associate job for ground glass casting like maybe like nine or ten months later and then i just like transitioned into casting
2: how long have you been at ground glass now then
1: like two and a half years
2: oh nice okay
1: nice work yeah
2: so that's what made me. you, like, move to, like, what made you want to do casting? Was it just from working at the talent agency, which is, like... Yeah, it was. Casting.
1: Yeah, no, like, that's basically what it was. Like, it was just, like, working at the talent agency, and then I was, like, I want to be on the other side of it. And then even, like, at school, I think I sat in on, like, a couple of auditions for some of the films that I was ADing, and I was, like, okay, I like doing this sort of stuff. Like, I liked working with Breakdown Express. I liked working with actors, but I didn't want to do, like... The talent management part of it, I wanted right. to do more like the casting, like holding auditions, like telling like telling myself, "Kid, this person can't act, and this person can't act."
2: <laughs> right, just judging people.
1: <laughs> just judging people. Get paid I mean... to judge people. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's how. Like, I was like, that's what I want to do. So I just like switched sure. over.
2: Okay, nice. Yeah. And I assume you enjoy that casting work.
1: I do. I love casting it's great (laughs) but we do like i'm doing mostly like commercials now it's just like so nice to like see it like the final product especially like on tv and stuff you're like hey i did that
2: (laughs) i know that person
1: (laughs) i know that person like i go to tim hortons like we do like the past year we've done like all the tim hortons stuff and it just like hey i know that guy that's my like that's my pal like i talk (laughs) to them all the time
2: good (laughs) you know the tim hortons model (laughs) yeah it's
0: great. Nice. I love it. Wait, are you saying that they don't get real Tim Hortons <laughs> actors for those commercials? That's what they say they in the do. commercial.
1: The, no, no, the team members. Oh can One hundred percent assure you that team members are real Tim's employees. Actually, yes.
0: Well, that's you good just to look know. For the pretty
2: ones. Pardon? <laughs> you just look for the pretty ones. Oh, <laughs> mean. Zach. So, I was joking, so, but I was also waiting the for confirmation. Is yes. But Rachel states Rachel like remained <laughs> with a poker face.
1: <laughs> That's not that. how that works. No, no, it's like, it's hard because like, it's so hard to like reach out to team members without being, sorry, they're called team members, by the way, the tips employees. Yeah, so it's but... so hard to reach out to them. Um, Cause like, we're not going to go into a Tim Hortons and be like, Hey, do you want to be in a commercial? So it's just like impossible <laughs> to get, like, it's impossible to like get them, but we do it anyways.
2: I like how you said they're called team members. Like every fast food job doesn't call their employees team members. Is
1: it?
2: Yeah, yeah. Like every a, I worked at Wendy's, they know. all called them team members. Pretty sure Wonderland calls them team members. No, no, well, no we,
0: we're we're called crew. cast members.
2: Yeah. Oh really? I, on on when That's I worked stupid. on when I worked at Wonderland in the in the rides department, I'm pretty sure was just crew.
0: You know. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah but li- listen. All they—they they should call you is laborer or worker because that's yeah, what you worker. are. I hate these stupid, worker number X, like, stupid yeah. like little like dainty ways around just calling you that. They're like you're a cast member. You're a valued
1: a team, team member. It's a team family. Yeah, yeah we're a family yeah, here. It's, it's a team like-
2: of people who are having their wages stolen every day and being <laughs> taken full advantage of. Not naming any names, but all the corporations know which one we're talking about
1: not
0: naming sure, any I'm, names but all the major everybody knows who they
2: are all of them i'm sure so, that i'm sure the i'm sure the like the ceo of wendys is listening to this right now
1: obviously he
0: tabs on me i think wendys is owned by the same thi- the same american company i think it's owned by burger king which is owned by an even bigger food conglomerate that's is international Bur- is yeah. burger
2: does burger king own does <laughs>
0: wendys burger, yeah. burger, burger, they burger they bought king bought wendys out. and tim hortons and that whole chain i
2: knew they bought tim hortons i didn't know they bought uh, wendys huh?
0: cuz yeah
1: wendys well, i'm pretty is, sure they're all together yeah
0: yeah, they've been because
2: right. I know in the States, warmer. Wendy's is like Wendy's is only second or third to McDonald's or something.
0: Where's Arby's in the States? <laughs> that's gotta I be like 15. Great. <laughs> be like,
1: great. Arby's. Thank you, right?
0: Rachel. I love Arby's. Oh
1: my god, no and they Arby's like, in Toronto. There's none. There's none. I there's one in Hamilton and one in Coburg. Like that's it.
0: Yeah, there's one. Oh, there's no where like, the Arby's locations are. There's <laughs> one outside.
2: There's one outside Newmarket.
1: <laughs> is there? Yeah. So
2: whatever Sony and I go to visit her mom uh, in, or like her lives with her stepdad in this rural property in called Brecon, Ontario, oh, there's um, Arby's on the way. And I always have to beg Sony to let me stop at the Arby's on the way. It, yeah. it sounds I, like I there's like- wish there was an Arby's. <laughs>
0: It sounds like there's like, it, it just sounded the way you were describing. It's like in a small rural town, you have to do like, you have to like knock three times and like say the right it kind of is.
2: Then, it's like, it's, it's so weird. The Arby they stands don't on outsiders. next to a shawarma place.
0: And yeah, they're just like, Are you from Breckton? And you're just like, I just want Arby's. And they're just like, that's not the code word. And they just slam the door on <laughs> your face. Like, yeah, like, you show up with a shotgun. You show up with a shotgun, they point one back at you.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Um, Okay, right. What were we talking about? Yeah, anyway. We're talking about Arby's, yeah, so. Zach. I know, about- I got so
1: distracted <laughs> sorry, by Arby's. That was me. I'm
2: so sorry. <laughs> it's okay. I love I can talk about Arby's all fucking day. You're right. This is sorry, our new podcast. I went to Arby's. <laughs>
0: we- <laughs> we're no longer talking about Arby's. We were talking about wage exploitation and labor rights. This is what we were, we were talking about.
2: Full circle. First yeah. Thing, full circle. Um, okay, so now you work, <laughs> now you work in casting. Yeah. Um, has your Have you, fa- and you're so, so far in your post film degree life have you found your undergrad like helpful at all Is like no not at all
1: (laughs) no just shaking my head I'm just like yeah you're shaking your head
2: on on an audio medium so maybe yeah
1: (laughs) no so cinema studies did not really help me but like the people that I met the films that I worked on that helped me which is not what I went to school for so like technically no but like it did help me that part of it did
2: uh did it expand do you think your your taste in film has been expanded by your time in in media studies
1: no
2: so what's your favorite movie again
1: (laughs) we're not talking about this because no no i'm just you guys judge me and everyone
0: else (laughs) real quick though like it's kind of funny because i feel like it's not like like your your scope was widened in new waves of cinema and yet like yes. i feel like that only reinforced your dislike for those of it like it didn't like it's like wow i like these movies <laughs> now it's like no these are like i wish i didn't have to watch these again like <laughs> no
1: no no okay it's not like i hate them like there were some there were some classes that i really did enjoy okay. um can't remember any of the names for them, i think but i think it was like i just remember the ones that i hated like new waves like i could not i think it was that one that i could not get it through my head like I just couldn't understand it like and I, it's someone that we had pop quizzes on
2: yeah i think I know it was New so
1: stupid. so it was like that class like you i couldn't quizzes. retain anything yes. yeah it was awful
0: uh, the professor for that class would like not have powerpoints she would write in like very illegible handwriting on the side is this yeah, thanks more uh, censoring but yeah yeah this is uh
2: no there, don't censor remember. it she, we know she teaches this class at york like
0: i don't think she actually teaches it regularly but what's weird well then whatever is Then
2: she did in the past we're had, not saying anything It, that's it seemed at,
0: real quick sorry i just want to say this. it seemed at first that she liked she seemed like the personality who would be the teacher for this class but then she revealed that like she like she prefers like north by northwest and hitchcock she doesn't like the new yeah. wave <laughs> movies she likes really standard screenwriting techniques i was like what?
2: So Rachel and I had Tamanuga for another class for uh, screenwriting for non-majors or something. Yeah. And Tamanuga literally ripped off my feature screenwriting course for the actual screenwriting program. Like not necessarily all the curriculum, but the final project for both classes was writing the first act to a feature screenplay. And like, I once went at my screenplay prof, Howie, about this. And I was like, did you know? Did you know that like she's doing this too? And he's like, yeah, she stole it from me. Like I'm very well aware he just flat out told me Jeez. he was like yeah I, I fucking know like
0: did you were you allowed to use the same
2: <laughs> i couldn't use the same one because you're not allowed to do no, yeah. that yeah uh, you do plagiarizing like, like a standard thing yeah you you're plagiarizing yourself though like you can't yes, use the I, same uh, assignment for two classes i uh, wanted to i was fully ready to i was going to and then someone warned me i shouldn't so i didn't
0: no that's for the best it's stupid no, yeah. though, like you know yeah no i had some, like, just,
2: i just like half-assed a script and then i gotta be so whatever
0: I had yeah. some uh, some humanities electives, or like just in general other electives that like all ended with like analyze a movie, and everyone was like, "Oh my god, we get to watch a movie!" and I was just like,
1: "I watch like six <laughs> movies a week, like.
2: Yeah, like, fucking kill me."
0: It was just me sitting back, just being like, "Oh, good." I've never Another done a one. assignment like that before, but yeah, yeah.
2: So, uh, Rachel, this is a question I ask everyone. Um, Are there any big takeaways or any valuable lessons you did learn from your time in film school?
1: You know, like I was thinking about that question and like, the only thing I could really think of is just like, and I think it was Carol McBride that said it was like, just take, like, you don't need film school, like just take classes and like get experience. And I think like that was the biggest takeaway, especially like working professionally in the industry now. Cause I'm like, yeah, like no one, like almost no one cares that I went to school for it. They're just like looking at what I've done before. So I think like, that was like probably the biggest one that, that people told me.
0: Isn't it kind of annoying that they only wait until you're in film school and paying for it for them to be like, you know, you actually don't need film school. It's like, Oh, I would have been great to know earlier. Like,
1: well, I think it helps. Like if you know people in the industry, I'm sure someone would have told you that. And like, but it's useful in like, in the sense that you make like connections and Mm -hmm you know. make
2: connections and it forces you to make movies and like write stuff
1: exactly so it, it helps with like experience for sure if that's like what you want to actually do like be on set and stuff it definitely helps but mm-hmm.
2: plus you I have to like uh, while you don't need film school at all i think it helps you in terms of like making a first impression or connection to people in the industry because like you meet a decent amount of people in the film industry at least in canada who have gone to york university for film right
1: yeah like, or so no it's like people a, it's,
2: exactly and it's like an easy in. if you meet someone higher up who's like gone to york as well it's like a good way to get their from the door and start talking to them right
1: yeah absolutely so it's so true though because like even casting like you don't see casting jobs like you just don't yeah. like i got lucky seeing that the one that like for ground glass like i got lucky seeing that um Because, like, I never see it. Because even now, like, I try to, I work on films and, like, other projects on the side, casting them. Um, And even then, it's, like, maybe the past year or two, I've worked on maybe two or three projects. Like, you just, like, don't see it.
2: Yeah. Because usually, because, like, I find, like, I I assume that, like, a lot of times, like, because people don't know about the Toronto film industry is that a lot of the times it's American stuff coming to shoot here. And 90% of the time with those bigger productions anyway they've casted in the states at least with their bigger roles and they usually have and they i don't know they usually have like a go-to casting person in toronto that they're going to use for all the canadian bit actors they need right
1: mm-hmm. definitely and yeah. it's like i i hate the whole like i mean it's it's the same with screenwriting and like i guess most of the jobs in film it's just like it's so like project to broad project so like you're just for me at least I got really stressed out being like "Where's like the next one coming from like luckily I have a full-time position so it's not I don't have to worry about that side of it but like once I get outside of this like outside of ground loss like I'm gonna be stressed with like oh my god when's the next one coming like did the other person like me enough to maybe hire me again like it's just so stressful yeah
0: Yeah, that's not a lot of people talk about like, cause the creative arts industry is always talked about with such like glamour and stuff. Like I, I saw Kevin O'Leary on freaking Bill Maher talking about how like animators and artists, filmmakers, they're going to be making so much money in the future because, because everyone needs online market. Everyone needs video and media and all these things. And it's going to be so easy to get hired. And I was just watching. I was like, you have no idea what you're talking about. Yeah. No idea. Like it was insulting. Like I hate when people make these ludicrous assumptions because our job is fun. You know, like, oh, it's a cool job. Oh, and yeah. That it's means fun it's to good. work 16 hour days. Like- yeah, it's like, no, it's not fun. It's hard as balls. And uh, it's extremely like unsatisfying when a film doesn't turn out and like you've wasted a bunch of money, you wasted actors times and suddenly like you're not proud of your own work. Like it's fuck, man. Like
2: Also, depending on where you are in the production ladder, you're like rec- you're like very likely to get dicked around a lot by whoever you're working for. Like, even if it does turn out, like, you've probably worked like 17 hour days. Yeah. Like, Rachel, remember uh, when you were one lunch break? Like,
0: Rachel, remember when you were working on that awful set? What was it? Hard boiled? And the director was just bossing you around. And it was just such a, (laughs) like, ah.
1: No, that was a fine set. Like, that was fine because, like, we're all friends. So it's like at the end of the day, like, it's all just like fun. And we're just making a film. Like, obviously, we want it to, like, or I guess it wasn't a film, but like, we obviously want it to do well and like have it do, like, you know go into festivals or like make money out of this but like we're also just like a group of friends trying to make a film so it's just like fun yeah. even if it doesn't like amount to anything it's just fun yeah,
2: yeah exactly hardboiled terrified me in the sense that like it went too well like it was so like it, it went s- so was
1: smoothly. smooth yeah mm-hmm.
2: yeah That's right we I we had Rachel basically and i was just the whole time on set i was always waiting for something to go wrong and like nothing ever did and it found i found it very unsettling like
0: (laughs) well there was some things that went wrong like
2: there was like a small thing that the worst thing i can remember that happened is that the banner that we originally made for one of our locations because it was supposed to be sorority house we made our banner with the sorority letters um and in the end the one we made wasn't big enough so we had to go make another one and yes yeah i remember that yeah, yeah that cool. was like and in the end we were like we, we but we we found we realized we had made the banner too small like like six hours advance. so we had the thing taken care of like well before we needed it and that was like the worst thing i can remember that happened
1: i'm pretty sure there's a photo of me like looking at two people on a ladder being like oh my god please don't fall please don't yeah, fall." yeah yeah
2: pretty sure oh yeah because we had to go up like 25 feet to put that banner up i remember that yeah
1: it was so high i remember i think there's like a photo like two people on a ladder and i'm like yep. oh my god, please don't die on me like don't fall
0: <laughs> yeah thank god for uh sam hauling's amazing height
1: yeah seriously
2: yeah who are the ladders too? where do we get the big ladders
1: I have no
0: idea i think those were
1: actually there
0: already yeah it was already at the uh, yeah the frat i think house it was we there oh good that was like a well-stocked frat house you, do you remember um it was like, a
2: mansion
1: yeah it was like, nice do, do the basement guys, was a little
0: like oh yeah the did basement you, was did you like go into their course. like gamer room that they yeah, had like down the, there
1: yeah that was, was
0: like, dank that was yeah. like whoa that was like a cave
1: that was like <laughs> yeah it was the cool. whole thing was
0: old there were random
2: things down there too. There was like a Pepsi machine from like yeah. the fucking sixties for some reason. Like,
1: right?
0: Yeah, yeah. They had okay. that, they had a jukebox in there in their weed room, and I was like, "What is that?" And they're just like, "It doesn't work. It's just a table. <laughs> it's just." <a laughs> they
1: do. had like um, a room okay. with a pool table too. Yeah, yeah, yeah they yeah.
2: did. Yeah. yeah, it's crazy, man. It was nice. Thanks crazy. for thanks, Sam, again for that connection.
0: Yeah, yeah. Man, Sam Holling, man, what a what a cool dude. Come in clutch.
1: Yeah. Come in clutch.
2: All right. Uh this is about our time, so we'll wrap up. Uh Rachel, I want to thank you for coming on the podcast.
1: Thanks for having me.
0: Yeah, thanks yeah. for coming on, Rachel. We we uh we love you and appreciate you, you know.
1: One last
2: thing, Rachel. Mm-hmm. Do you have any oh sorry. What'd you say?
1: <laughs> I said I love and appreciate you too.
2: Oh, uh, we love and appreciate you, Rachel.
1: Well, he said it first, so that's why I said well, you too.
2: Okay, well, fuck me, I guess. <laughs> I didn't fucking hear it because it's zoom and you talk over what you do Anyway. Um, what the fuck was I going to say? Oh yeah. One last thing I want to ask you, Rachel, do you have any advice for anyone oh, who's yeah. coming out of film school or, or just wants to get into the casting industry and film, uh, in general, do you have any advice for people like that?
1: Um, for casting specifically, like it's hard to, like I said before, it's hard to find something like permanent in casting. Um, What I've sort of learned is like obviously keep your eyes open for you know projects. They do pop up sometimes. Um, so keep your eyes open and meet like meet with directors, because directors like especially in these like smaller films, like directors will come to you um and offer you positions. Like right now I work with um she's like in casting too, but she wants to be a director, Jamie. And like just because I met her and like we both work in casting, she's like, Can you cast my film? So I've casted films with her um so definitely meet directors because they'll they'll help you out because they're also starting yeah um and just keep your eyes open and like put yourself out there
0: nice okay great, great words of advice you could can i just yes. say one last thing i think one of Do my it. favorite when i favorite when we were just hanging out recently we went out to wimpy's and we got some lunch and stuff it was a nice day um what was funny was during that time i was kind of ranting a bit as usual about how like <sighs> Christmas party yeah look at it no. it's sick. <laughs> look at this. Good. Look. damn wow yeah. Moss. it's got the first one oh. it. it's got so it's it's good stuff man it's, it's legit good job mm-hmm. Moss. Yeah, i have the uh i have the first one on like a steel case blu-ray for some reason i don't like i uh, i'm not even the biggest fast and furious <laughs> fan but like some good stuff Yep. If you give it a chance Zach I think you'd like I think you'd like
2: I, I, I don't think I'll dislike it I just haven't
1: seen you can't it. go into it thinking it's going to be like high quality film no.
0: yeah
2: because
1: then you're just ruining it <laughs> <for> <laughs> no yourself. really I think you'll like not the citizen Kane. <laughs> wheels
0: <laughs> you'll like the first one and then I think you'll like fast five and onward because I think after fast five the series like picks up and it's just fantastic now like it's complete
2: three movie where
0: it's not good
1: well, just like they start, they're like, OK, it's it's talking about like racing and it started being about like, save what's the, the biggest sun we can do to save the world? It's like <laughs> jump out of a plane, go out into space, bank heist. Like.
0: Do you remember that time that Vin Diesel survived a nuclear blast because they put their cars around him?
1: Yeah, <laughs> they just drove That's around right. him went and bin. he
0: like. He crouched down and he didn't have a scratch on him. He just did like this? Yeah, he was just like, ooh, let me use my big arms to block the nuclear radiation. Like, He had a
1: bit of dust on his head and like, he was good to go.
0: (laughs) Fuck. (laughs) Okay,
2: anyway, um, thanks for coming on, Rachel.
1: (laughs) Thanks. Uh, thanks Peace out, guys.
0: I Went to Film School is recorded in Toronto, Canada and produced by Zach Gladstone and Anthony Moss.